Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Look at easy. Absolutely. What a crew we have today. Welcome to the Hey Frage Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Frazier, along with Easy Street, who is a legendary DC radio personality. Legendary, come on now, mate. Come on, legend, though? Yes, you've had a long career in this business. I, I mean, for radio, seriously, right? We've all been yeah. in multiple markets. Yes. And, you know, if you last a couple years, that's like good. But how, I mean, when you were on 93.9 in uh-huh. the afternoon, how many years did that streak go? Oh, well, I was there twice, actually. So, to give you the rundown, okay, uh, I came here in 1995. Okay. I was on KYS from 95 until 99. I was reading about that because at the time they were trying to make you and Big Tigger radio rivals, right? Yes, me and him battled. That's my dude. What up, Big Tig? (laughs) 
<laughs> Are you all friends now? Oh, absolutely. Were you friends then? Or, you know, or did the radio- one thing that I'll tell you about this, Sarah, is this. Everyone that I've competed against in this game in radio, we've always been cool. Really? Yes. Now, well, who's, well, who, how, may, how did the that beginning happen? Of my, in the beginning of my career, it wasn't, it wasn't really like that. But as I got older, uh, this business is so small. And, you know, really, for real, for real, at the end of the day, it's like wrestling. We talked about this whole wrestling thing before we came on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. WWE. Yes. We would murder each other, you know, uh, cut each other's throats on the radio every day, but then have beers afterwards. Yo, Fake as hell. Exactly. (laughs) Come on, man. This is a check. Really? See, I didn't get that memo. Yes. When I worked at radio stations, there was always a lot of pressure to never speak to other radio talent at other stations. No. And I bought into that. I thought, oh, well, you know, if I'm seen with these other people, I could lose my radio job, you know? Mm -hmm. And I sort of like went along with that, like, ooh, we're rivals, but then- when you're young in the business, you do that. Oh, you do. You write. You're right. Yes, I am I'm old like, as I'm hell. <laughs> you look good, though. But you, you look know, great. One, one thing that I realized about this whole thing, Sarah, is this. You never can tell when you're going to end up at the competition. Oh, it's the and truth. I'm all about relationships. So if you act like a dick, you know, with so-and-so, you never can tell when you're going to end up working with that person. And I'll tell you this story, okay? Okay, tell this me this story. This is a yes. story. Yes, I want to so, hear it. in 1999... I ended up at PGC. I had a great run over there, too. At PGC, too? I don't yes. think I knew that you worked. Yes. In 1999, oh. I left KYS. Okay. We didn't renew my contract. Okay. And so they, I don't want to call them dummies, <laughs> but I hear they messed up with something in their contracts at Radio 1. Okay. It allowed me to go directly to PGC without a non-compete and go on the radio the next day. That's amazing because that never happens. It never happens. But this was in, you know, the golden years when Radio 1 first started. Sure, sure, So then they came up with the easy street rule that they changed all their contracts. And I got blamed for this. By other jocks, probably. Absolutely. I got blamed for it. So um, the way it happened was I ended up at PGC and Dirty Rico. Dirty Rico, okay. who I had had problems with in the past when I was on KYS, took me into the copy machine room on the very first day at PGC. Oh boy, was Dirty Rico like you're kind of a tall guy? I didn't realize you were that tall. You're you're like a pretty big dude in real life. Was Dirty Rico tiny? Because no, a lot of radio yeah. men are either like tall and lengthy or like no. very tiny. No, so he oh. he took me into this room. He was like, "Look here, nigga." Oh, can I say that? Yeah, you can say anything you want. <laughs> I mean, just as long as everyone knows I wasn't from my mouth. <laughs> Don't be confused. He says. I like to, when people use the N-word on my show, I like to identify that it wasn't me. Okay? I have enough problems. <laughs> so, <laughs> he says, look here, nigga. He said, all that other shit that was going. Can I say that word, too? Yes, of course you can say anything you want. We are. Un- oh, really? Oh, wow. Yes. Wow, I, okay. We're 1,000% unfiltered. Oh, wow. I hope my yeah. mom's not listening. <laughs> hey, mom, tune out right now. <laughs> Easy's mom needs to yeah, tune out. All right. So he takes me into this room. He was like, look, I know we had beef in the past, but now you with us. On day one. Really? Day one at PGC. Wow. Rico. And to this day. Wow. To this day, me and this, I, I will shed blood for this guy. Really? Yes. Rico, I love that guy. That's my brother. Wow. Radio rivals to then like just yes. brothers. But that kind of taught me. He taught me something when he did that. Well, basically, that like we were talking about, basically yes. all of life and all these like 
so-called feuds are all fake, right? Right. So don't <laughs> act like a dick because you never know when you're going to end up working over there. <sighs> I and wish you I had know, gotten that memo when I was 25. This is all about relationships. It is all about It's all about relationships. And once you burn these bridges with people and, you know, you act all crazy, next thing you know, you're you're working next to these people. <sighs> yeah, I know. I wish someone had told me that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to, uh, you know what, since we know podcasts are all about stories, I'm going to give you another one. Yes, tell this me. It's going to cost you nothing for free, okay? Okay. And here's the lesson in all this. So there is a certain um, program director okay. that came to KYS okay. for his second time. I'm not going to say the names of these individuals. He comes to KYS for his second time to program the radio station. Okay. He sends a bouquet of flowers to the program director at PGC and says, I'm back. I'm going to kick your ass. It's over. Wow. Yes. About a month later, the program director from PGC got hired as a senior <laughs> VP of Radio One. How do you think that shit ended up? <laughs> Wow. Oh my god, that is so radio. Yes. What did they do once they became the, once that guy? It was a guy, right? That became. We knew his. We knew his days were numbered. Oh my god, and he yes. turned on and canned him. Yes, absolutely. Oh, he had to go. Stop. He had to, somebody had to go off the island. Wow. Well, look, I'm thrilled that you are here. Um, you know, I, I was saying to the to Leslie. Leslie is our uh, digital content creator. She's in studio today. Rofo is here. Rob Ford what up, uh, Rob? is helping out. And uh, I was saying to these guys, you know, I listened to you when I was when I was co-hosting the Kane you were show. Like Twelve years old. No, I was here in, let's see, I, was, I would have been on Kane. I started on Kane Show in 2007. I would listen to you every day, you know, when I was doing errands around town. And I always wanted to come in because you had a very, and people are even saying it on here. Like, people are like, thanks for letting a sister roll. Like, people oh. are on the Facebook. Um, your famous tagline was always, thanks for rolling with a brother. Yep. And I always wanted to call in and say that. But I thought, he's going to okay. be like, who in the hell say is this now. white say chick? Say it right now. Thanks for rolling with the brother. All right. Thank you. Love that. Do you still use that? Because yes, everybody in D.C. knew that tagline. Yes. And there's a reason why. And it, I probably shouldn't be saying this shit. Oh, say it. It's I'm on the podcast. To, I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just going to. All, all of my secrets are out the damn yes. window today. Okay. So here, here's how I came up with thanks for rolling with the brother. And here's why. Okay. I won't mention any names. But if you've been in D.C. for a very long time and you were here in the 90s and you remember who I was competing against. Well, in the 90s, okay, no, I wasn't Please don't Aaron. say his name. He might be on your Facebook. Um, well, the only person I remember is Tigger, but you weren't. No, it was somebody before Tigger. Who? You have to I'm say it now. I'm not going to say his name. Was, I'm not. was this person in hip-hop, or were they in? He was on PGC doing Afternoon Drive oh, versus I, me oh, in 19. 19- it's me, it's me, it's LBD. Oh, why did you say his name? <laughs> Damn I know exactly who you're Damn doing. you, oh, it's Sarah. LBD. Somebody fe- message Facebook, you know, okay. I'll be getting him on the Facebook. So I, I want him to call in right now. I came into the market. You guys were radio rivals, I bet. Yes, we were. And I wanted to shake shit up. So I was like, how can I position myself in a way to say, hey, mm-hmm. I'm the real hip hop guy over here. Right. That guy over there. He's not the real shit. He's the he's the fake one. He's he's the imitation. He's not the Are real you one. You're telling me it's me, it's me, it's LBD was fake as shit. Well, from a hip hop standpoint, <laughs> this guy would be listening to hip hop during his show, but when his ass rolled out, he was in the car listening to ACDC. We knew that, and that's cool. <laughs> I love ACDC. But you're you know you but you're like yeah. What are you? So. I positioned myself in a way that I wanted to be able to send a message that, hey, you are rolling with the brother. Got it. And so I came up with the phrase. I had my son say it. 
brother. Thank the brother. That's my son. Oh, wow. Yes, that's, that's my... That's how you came up with it. That's very yes. cool. That was very smart of it's you. strategic, man. This is Very strategic. strategic. Yeah, I'm, I am the Bill Belichick of radio. Oh, well, God, I'm going to need some suggestions. I feel like I have no strategy. I just come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, look, we're going to talk to Easy uh, more about his radio career. I had no idea who Easy's daughter is. In fact, you can hear her weekly on DC Radio Airwaves. So, we're going to talk about that. But also, I just really like you as a person. I followed you on Instagram for a while. I followed your career. You're very spiritual you're very open which i appreciate i think that you embrace everyone despite color background you're and i just really like that about you so you've got some really cool things that you're working on in the dc community you're such an advocate for people here so we're going to talk about that and then i want to get your opinion too on the caps had a crazy they won the stanley cup last yes. weekend they've been partying non-stop i want to get into bed with the stanley cup <laughs> Damn it, Ovechkin! What would you do if you puck. if you had the Stanley Cup yourself for like what do they have it for? Forty eight hours you know or what? something? What would you do with it? Can I say that on this podcast? Yeah, sure. Well, we saw the photo. Of, of yeah, actually, let's bring it up right now. Ovi was in bed with the Stanley. I know. Yeah. Like, who wants yes, the Stanley Cup yes, after that? Yes. I'm, you know what? I would do the same damn thing. You would. I would. <laughs> Wait, would you have sex with the cup? Yes, I would probably try. <laughs> I'm a man, damn it. This they is what do. we do. I would try to have sex with the cup as well. That's what I was thinking. I was like, they leave these guys alone with that cup. It must be, like, does anyone use a blue light after? This thing must be so, like, covered with stuff. Yes. I mean, oh, oh, oh. I don't want Ovi's sloppy seconds. Ooh. Look, he's in there, and I love Snoop Dogg, by the way. Snoop Dogg put up the picture of Ovi in bed with the cup. Um, if you're on our Facebook Live, of course, you guys know by now, every Monday and Wednesday, I stream the show live on Facebook on my Sarah F- Fraser page. You've probably seen this image. If you haven't, it's it's on Snoop's Instagram for sure, and he's basically saying he someone— He looks wasted. He looks Look so at his hammered. eyes. He's got the missing tooth. Oh, he looks so... I like he doesn't even bother to put his tooth in. You know what? He's like, screw the tooth. I'm it, not, I got exactly. the Stanley Cup. He's like, yo, it is what it is. I'm the champion. I got the cup here with me. It don't matter. Snoop's basically saying someone needs to get the Stanley Cup a plan B. Bill. <laughs> oh, my God. I died. I died. But you know what? The thing is pregnant. On some sports shit, I love this story. I love with the Capitals won. But the fact that our team... These guys are setting a standard, and I hope the Redskins see this shit. I hope the Wizards see this. You I know. see how the players, they were on top of freaking uh, Cafe Milan down the street yeah. with the cop. I mean, Ovi is swimming in a fountain. Can you imagine John Wall doing that? No. So what do you think? You you think these guys just have really, like, you know, let down the guard and just, like, enjoyed it and having fun? And I loved the image, yes. too, of Ovi at Nats Park holding up the cop, like, yes. in a section where it's just Ovi. Like, they're yes. totally, in, they're loving every second. And you think other teams don't do that? Well, we need to. They, I mean, we have to win first, but I'm just saying the connections, even before they won ah. this cup, though, we know that some of the uh, Washington Capitals would catch the Metro to the game. Yes. Yes. You liked that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they're, 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 com- I don't want to say they're coming down to our level, but they're just showing a, a side that we haven't seen from other individuals in the sports world in DC. I actually, you know what? I really agree with you. And that's a part that I didn't really think about is like how connected they really are to the audience. Yeah. And that's one of the, the reasons fans. why everyone's going so crazy about this. Yeah. Including me. And I'm not even a hockey fan. I'm not either. I got on the bandwagon way oh, late. Oh, me too. But you know, I went to a, I went to a hockey game one time. Guess who I went with? Oh, she's gosh. on television. Let's see if you guys can figure it out. Ooh, she's okay. She's on TV. Oh my God, she's an anchor. 
Um, I'm going to say Sean Yancey. Nope. She work at Fox 5? She used to work at Fox 5. Now you know who it is. She used to work at Fox 5. No, I don't. I'm drawing a blank. Who left Fox Julie 5? Julie Wright. Oh, Julie Wright. Julie took me. Oh, my me. God. Yeah, she oh, busted Julie my cherry. Would. She busted my hockey cherry. <laughs> she did. She would take you. Well, look, I'm with you, Easy. It has been amazing following the Caps. I think this is great. I loved the video of them in the fountain down at Georgetown getting drinks and just, like, enjoying it. I mean, Ovi looks like he's been on a bender for sure. Oh, for, absolutely. Like, I mean, the face is getting really puffy. The body is puffy. Yes. Like, it's just like, okay, anytime you want to sleep, Ovi, go for it. He's not. <laughs> no way. Not until no after way. tomorrow. Uh, so, look, I want to also see if we can get AJ. I'm going to just kind of tell you a couple stories and thank a couple sponsors. But AJ is our producer on this show. I was telling you, Easy, when we were in the green room before you were coming on, that AJ is going, she's in California, and she's going to get her first tattoo ever, uh, I believe, today. I don't know if her do parents we, Do we know need this. to pray for her right now? Yes, we really do. Okay, let's say prayer. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus to honor you, to magnify you, to glorify you, to praise your holy name. We ask that you stretch your hands, Lord. This sacrilegious for me to do this for the, the prayer about a prayer <laughs> about a girl getting a. T- Be right with her when she gets that tattoo. I guess you can get hepatitis C. God's got to be there. Yeah, he yeah, better. Please, we, we need you, Lord. Amen. Pray for me too. Amen. We will pray for you. Everybody on this show is very spiritual and religious, but I can't wait to talk to you about that too because I love that you post about that. A lot of people got don't post to. about that. And I'll tell you the story behind that too. So anyway, I want to see if we can get her on the phone. She's She lives with her parents. Her parents are very protective of her. They're very religious themselves. Mm. Very, very Catholic. They go like, I mean, they go to like seven-hour masses. Ooh, I don't even know where you find these. worse than the black church. <laughs> They're giving oh the God. black church a run for their money. These people are always in church, okay? So I'm very concerned that she like hasn't told them and how they're going to react. Like if they Hello? Kick- AJ? Sarah? Oh God! I can't even believe you're awake. Are you are you drunk? <laughs> wait, wait, wait! No, I, no. For the first time, for the first time, I've been sober. I've been sober in four days. It's wow. a weird feeling. AJ, you're on with Easy Street, DC legendary radio Easy personality. Street. Hey, uh, Leslie. How C- are you? I'm wonderful. I'm here. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> hey, look. So we're and and Leslie's in studio, and and Rob. We wanted to ask you: Have you got the tattoo? Or, or are you going? And do your parents have any clue? My parents have no clue. And um, yeah, I still have no. Got don't it tell yet, mom so and dad. Don't. D- don't tell them. You apologize. Oh, that's her right there? That's her, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah, okay. So now I have questions. Oh, my God. <laughs> I have questions. I know. Isn't she gorgeous? Absolutely. Yeah. 23 years old. Oh, yeah, super you're so gorgeous. Nice. Yeah. On the Daisy Dukes right there. I know. Oh, my God. So, uh, I hate to get racial, but what what is your what's your ethnicity? <laughs> my ethnicity. I used to tell um everybody that I was Brazilian because I thought guys thought that was hotter, but I'm I'm Mexican and my mom is just uh, like Irish German. Hola, como estás, Benita? <laughs> I can know what language to speak. Well, yes, that yes. doesn't even work with her because she doesn't even know Spanish. Oh Thank you. my she god! No. Oh my Her god! Is always trying to rat me out. <laughs> Thank you. Wait, I have to say something now. though. Okay, I'm Leslie. Ha- yes. Like my heart is aching right now because when I went to Puerto Rico, nobody called me during the show. So yeah, thank you. <laughs> oh noted. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Next so the, time you the, go. Does she know what kind of tattoo she's gonna get? Yeah, AJ. What type? What type of tat are you getting? 
So uh, my college roommates, we, we took a trip out here all together, and we used to call ourselves the mermaids just because we had this one plaque in our house uh, in college. So we were just all going to get um, a little mermaid. You're all going to get the little mer- like little mermaid, the Disney movie? <laughs> no, like like an artistic oh. kind okay, of so, mermaid. Okay, next you question. I mean? yeah. Location, location, location. <laughs> We want to know. Yeah, where are you getting where, it? Where do you guys think? Um, yeah, I was Ooh, thinking can maybe, I give you some um, suggestions? <laughs> yes, is please. Okay, so mermaid. We don't want to do the uh, face tattoo like Gucci or nothing like that. We want to. Yeah, we don't want it in the neck area yeah, either. No, no teardrop. No. No, no, no. We don't want. It. Let me see. You have to put it near your waistline somewhere. <laughs> I think she should put it on her boobs. Like Ooh. she's got no, really no, good no, boobs. No, 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 yes. no. You have to. <laughs> You I, I would recommend that you put it somewhere where it's not really like where it, the photo I'm looking at right now. I shouldn't be able to see it, or maybe maybe just a little bit sticking out above your waistline, but somewhere in the uh, in the crotch area, essentially. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say the the JJ area. In the JJ. No, in the JJ. You're gonna. You're, are you seriously oh thinking? God. Are you thinking about getting it on your butt cheek? Really? That mermaid is gonna look like a hot mess. It'll start out small and then it will drag way out. Now I'm visualizing this, and I should not be doing that. If she gets it back there. Oh wow. Hey. Hey. Hey, hey mermaid. How you doing? Oh, wow. Hola, cómo estás? Guys, I'm. I'm, I'm... I'm currently right now oh, on the San Diego Pier, and I'm watching all these uh, these surfers. Actually, you know what? Yeah, maybe you should get it on your butt. That'll definitely be entertaining. Yes. We need something <laughs> to look at. Right. AJ, this I is guess where, so. I guess, yeah. When your uber religious parents kick your ass out, where are you going to live? Sarah, with you. What do you what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're our plan B, Sarah, all the time. Oh, great. Well, look, we want you to your have a couch. great Okay, no problem. You can definitely be there. We want you to have a great time. <laughs> Uh, I know you're having a great time there um, and, you know, try to remain somewhat sober. We can't wait to see you back. And we want to, when are you getting this tattoo? So when is this happening? Today? Um, yes, today or tomorrow. Oh, my God. Send us photos. I want to see it. And and uh, I want to know if it hurts. I feel like it's going to hurt. Hell yeah, it hurts. Oh, my God. It's, it's totally going to hurt. <laughs> yeah, breathe, Hell okay? Yeah, it's going to hurt. <laughs> Make sure you breathe, okay? Breathe a lot. <sighs> Practice. Breathe through it. Maybe have a couple of martinis before. No, no, no. Don't do not do that. Oof. I wouldn't drink before. Oh, okay. I know people do that. That's a thing. But nah, to me, that only just es- escalates the pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Oh, really? Oh, I yeah. would never even know that. Okay. Oh, so my. I'm not doing that. Okay. Well, good luck. <laughs> yeah, I'm headed, I'm headed to LA, and I'm going to say hi to Irene. I'll send pics of that, too. Okay. Send us pictures. Good luck, honey. We just uh, I can't wait to see this mermaid Ooh, tattoo. She's hot, though, isn't she? Yeah. yeah. Ah, easy. That's so nice. Oh, love you. Bye, hon. All right, bye-bye. Easy, what's your bye. deal? Are you dating anybody these days? Is I'm like, single. Are you? Is 23 too young? 23? Yeah, for me, <laughs> yeah. I can't. I know. You know, okay, oh. so true story. Like, I've had some young chicks try to throw it at me. I just too can't. Young. I can't. I can't do it. I can't. I mean, I'm, my daughter is, my youngest daughter is that age. I just can't imagine. It's that's a little creepy, and I know as people get older, yeah. you know, like you got to hear these stars like Robert De Niro, or whatever these other guys, you know, they had these young wives and all of that. But I just can't. I can't. And I can't do what's it. What's your age cutoff, by the way? Like 30, 35? Like where are you at? Ooh, I'm gonna say you have to at least be 27, 28. That's good. Yeah, yeah. but but I'm not actively like seeking or anything. I'm not on the chase and. No. Yeah, I know. Uh, Just live your life. And yeah. if, it, if something comes along and it works, it works. If not. I know that's like kind of like against, you know, biblical terms because you're supposed to find, the man is supposed to find 
the wife, the woman, the woman. But I'm not looking, so I guess that just means that I'm not trying to be married. Well, you know, it's hard to follow the Bible all the time. Absolutely, I, I can't. just pick one: "Thou shall not kill." I just keep it <laughs> <laughs> one at a time. <laughs> uh, we got to thank a couple of our sponsors before we get into some stories, and then more about Easy Street's career and what he's up to now. Uh, Misty Blue Boutique. You can go to mistybluebf.com. She is unbelievable. Local owned in Maryland, also female owned business. And all my OOTDs that you see on my Instagram at HeyFrage are from Misty Blue BF. She has sizes from four to twenty-four, which is why I wanted to partner with her because everybody's body is different. We should celebrate all body types. I'm all about it. And as someone, I've been a four to an 18. So believe me, I need fluctuation. Uh, So she is terrific. You can use the code HeyPhrase. You get 15% off everything. She has accessory shoes, the whole nine yards. Also, Mark Livingstone from Cornerstone First Financial. He was on here last Wednesday. A lot of our listeners are becoming homeowners for the first time, sometimes the second time. And you need somebody who can really handle your mortgage needs. They do everything for mortgage and loan. They're actually right here in the Podcast Village building. He's going to be at our live podcast show this Sunday night at DC Improv. Um, But you need to go to hayfrage.com and then boop right there in the corner. You'll see a picture of Mark Livingstone. You can apply for your mortgage. I have. I've been working with Joanna in his office. All of the fees up to $450 are completely waived and they help get you pre-qualified and everything. So then when you find the house, you're not, you can put in a bid immediately and you're not sort of scrambling. So they're really terrific. So thank you guys for sponsoring the show today. Um, Easy, a couple stories I want to get your opinion on. Now, uh, you are a single man. Yes. Um, and I feel like you're very respectful, so I don't think you would be doing this, but there's a new survey that now says that 10% of people are openly admitting to checking their phone during sex. Ooh, hell no. <laughs> See, at this point in my life, I'm really focusing. Really? I'm, I'm focusing. Like, but so now but I'm, I'm more, if, like, if, I mean, I, if, if I lose focus, it might not be good for you. <laughs> it might not be good for you. Like you've got to stay if, at if the I test. If I start getting on my timeline, like, wait a minute, hold on. You've got to be. Well, here's what they say. They said that um, the people that are most guilty are now 18 to 34 year olds. Okay, they're twice as likely to check their phone during sex. This blows my mind. You know, because somebody did that. Let's let's go through the scenario before you. Okay, launch yeah, in. go for it. Okay, you're at my house. All right, sounds good to me. We're in bed. Hmm. We're having sex. All right. You pick up your phone. You got to get the hell out, <laughs> Joe. You out of here. Get out of my. You would kick a woman out. Yes. If she, if she yes. Checked. Wait, wait, wait. What if? Like, but see, you my gotta thing go is- because I don't have your undivided. T- and this is a this is an intimate, spiritual, you know, uh, type of uh, of 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 uh, a moment here. What if I'm a doctor, though? Come on. Like, I feel like they do these surveys, and they don't really tell you why the people are checking their phone. Are you just checking your phone to, like, update Instagram? Or are, are you, you taking like- pictures of me on the down low with your phone? <laughs> oh, hell no. So you can post that shit? Hell no. I would. No, no. Women do that, too. Oh, really? Yes. Have you ever had a woman, like, you think secretly trying to take photos of you? Yes. It ha- it's it's what? happened before. What did you, how did you catch her? How did I catch her? How'd you know she was taking photos of you? She shared the photos with someone else. <gasps> oh, damn. You must have felt super violated. I was livid. I bet you were. Yes. It sucks, too, from a man's perspective, I think, because I think there's this whole, like, societal thing where you expect, like, a man maybe to be, like, taking pictures of you or something. But I right. feel like the men lots of times get, you know, women are, like, trying to take pictures, use right. it. Against you, it's yeah. it, that's difficult. Yeah, I mean, you've seen it before. You've seen like professional athletes, you know, yes. sleep like James Harden sleeping, and then the chicks over there like, 
Mm-hmm. Hell no, man. No, you got to go. Tristan Thompson at Darna. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. People are doing this. And he wasn't exactly sleeping. That's, that sucks, man. Yeah. That, that really sucks. All right. So that one's a no for you. How do you feel about this? I feel like this is a major violation, but apparently Uber technology, you know, obviously the Uber rideshare yeah. has been working on a way that they're going to be able to track your patterns to determine if you are drunk. Okay. So they're mm-hmm. saying by the way you hold your phone, by tracking how often and what times of the week you are asking for an Uber, they're going to be able to tell if you're drunk. And they claim this is just basically like so they can understand your going out patterns more. But a lot of people feel like this is basically going to be a warning for drivers so now they no longer have to pick you up if you're drunk. Are you for that or against it? Oh, I'm for that from a business standpoint because the reality of it is one thing that I've learned in life is all money ain't good money. It's not. Oh, that's a good, that's good advice, actually. Yes. I learned that from the program director that that I told you about earlier that got fired because he sent the roses. He was there for like four days. I learned it from his ass. (laughs) Really? Yes. So he did have some good advice. Yes, he did. All money ain't good money. And from a business standpoint, if you're an Uber driver, someone gets in your vehicle and they want to act like an ass, and next thing you know, you know, something happens and then now you have to go, you have to litigate. So you, so you're, for, but then I think to yes. myself, how are drunk people to. going to get home though? Like, is this going to really make young people more responsible for their drinking? Because essentially that's what drivers have complained about, right? right. People get in the vehicle, they throw up, they're belligerent, they're violent, right. they don't really put in the right address. Anything then, can happen. Anything can happen. So in one way, I understand what the drivers want, but then in the other way, I've been that drunk in person. Right. And it's like, well, well how from, the hell would I got my ass a company home? in a business standpoint, if I'm the CEO and president of Uber, and I just yes. saw those commercials on TV and you want to make things better for your company to be able to survive and thrive and, and, and be in business. You have to protect your ass. Yeah. It's so you really have to from a business standpoint, because you don't I mean, all it takes is like one really, really bad thing to happen. And then you're out of business. One bad thing. So you're for I'm going to be curious if you're on Facebook Live. I'd love to know. Do you think this is a good idea? Uber is developing this software. They're going to be able to tell if you're drunk right now. Of course, they're saying, oh, we're not going to use it, you know, except for to basically market to you. But a lot of people feel like this is their way of if you're too wasted, they're just not going to pick you up. Yeah, there's exposure to liability. Any attorney could tell you that. Oh, yeah. Um, and and every, I'm not a, I'm not an attorney at all. But. Uh, Paul, by the way, is on the sh- on the uh, Facebook. He says, "What a great show!" Jalen says, "Oh my gosh, love the show as well." Uh, LBD just joined as well. He said, "No, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm, kidding. <laughs> I'm out of here." Damn it, man. <laughs> He's got a message. It's me. It's me. It's LBD. No. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to, like, blow up my shit. I'm such a shit starter. Oh, my God. I'm the worst. Um, Also, okay. Now, look, you have two children. How many kids do you have? I have three. Three kids. Yes. People were going bananas over the weekend. Kat Von D. I don't know if your daughter is into her makeup at all or not, but she has a huge makeup empire. She's very, like, goth looking. You probably know her if you saw her. And I think she had an affair uh with Jesse James, maybe while Sandra Bullock was with him or maybe like post Sandra Bullock. Okay, so she put up a post over the weekend essentially talking about that she is pregnant with her first child. She is vegan. She's going to raise the child vegan and she's not going to vaccinate. 
And she's received a ton of backlash, so much so that she ended up putting up this picture and basically said, look, if you don't like my my views, unfollow me and move the F on. I am over talking to you guys about my choices. Um, But a lot of people feel like this is really dangerous as a public figure that she will not vaccinate her kids. And then she's going to take her children and expose her kids to somebody else. What do you think? Like, do you believe in all the anti-vax stuff? Like, how do you, I mean, I know that's like kind of a tough question as a dad, but okay. I have thoughts on this. True okay. story. Being in the radio business, you know how uh, some of our advertisers would come to the radio station. Oh, and sure. I won't mention, I won't mention the, the grocery store. Oh, okay. As red in the logo. Safeway. Damn you. <laughs> so they come by and they're like, well, hey, it's, uh, it's that time of the season for the vaccinations. <laughs> you know, everyone get your flu shot. You know, let's go ahead and make sure that everyone's all vaccinated. And they're like, yo, do you want to take the shot? Yeah, what the fuck, man? I'll take a shot. Yeah, why not? Give me two shots. Double up on the (laughs) flu vaccine. Here you go. A week later, I got sick. Oh, you did? Yes, because they give you, they give you. Right. They give you the flu to protect you from the flu, which is. Right. You're like, how does this work? Right. But here's so here's, So you can become immune to it once they give it to you. Right. And so I understand the whole thing, but as far as her, you know, that's her life. That's her choice. I agree. That's her child. And whatever she wants to do, that is her prerogative. And really, we don't have anything that we can say, but people could talk about it. But at the end of the day, she can do what the hell she wants to do. I'm always amazed that people like hop on here and give a well, I guess it works two ways. You know, obviously uh-huh. you're a celebrity. So if you put up anything as a celebrity, you know people are going to comment on it. Right. But then it blows my mind. Like, people go in on all these responses. And my thing is this. If Kat Von D, is, she's become like a multimillionaire from this makeup line, right? Do you really think, like, her kids aren't going to public schools. No. They're probably going to be homeschooled or privately schooled with other kids who are raised vegan. Or, But people are, like, losing their shit. Like, oh, you're going to send your child out. They're going to be exposing other kids potentially to measles or mumps. And it's like, this kid isn't leaving, like, her little goth, you know, like, I don't know. She's probably got, like, a bat cave in there where she's going to raise it or something. Like, why? I just don't it's understand why people are so upset. The downside of social media. Everybody wants to be a star. Everyone wants to talk shit. They can be able to do this from the uh, the, the uh, comfort of their home or wherever they are to talk as much shit if they, as they want to, and you're just a name on the screen. Yeah. But would you say that shit to my face? <laughs> never. They no, never would. That's what I always tell people. You want to talk shit? Yo, I'm yeah. at, here's my location, bro. They never show up. They I never know. show up. I agree with you. Doesn't that drive you nuts as a public figure? It drives me bananas. It's okay. I don't trip, man. I, know I, don't, I don't take it personal. At I'm this coming point. to your church because you're so <laughs> zen, and I'm like, oh god, it infuriates me. Um, so last week was a crazy week with celebrity suicides. Anthony Bourdain, oh, were you sad at all a fan of Bourdain's? Oh, uh, I really wasn't a fan of him. Uh, I didn't watch the show. I knew about him. Sure. Um, I'm not really a big cooking, you know, uh, and I know that he was on CNN. Um, but the story, though. Um, oh, the story was. I, I mean, we haven't done. A I wanted podcast. to know. I wanted to know why he did it. <laughs> And me too. Okay, so the story is this: they reported uh, that he had uh, spoke about suicide several times over uh, the course of his life. Right. It was something that he had vocalized before, and he had problems with his wife before, and that was the issue. There was a woman that was involved, and he had shared that with her. Right. And so he had been talking about this for a really long time. We know that drugs and alcohol was involved as well. Yep. And you know. 
Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's very it's, sad, man. It, it is Very so sad. sad because he was just such an advocate for the Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. He just was really about humanity and taking us to places all right. over this world that, you know, quite frankly, I'd never heard of many of them. And, you know, exposing us to cuisines and people's lifestyles and, you know, just making the world more connected. Um you know, according to a report out of France where he was found in a hotel, they say there was no evidence at this point of any foul play. They believe that he hung himself with a bathrobe um, string or, yeah. or or the, the basically the tie around the bathrobe. Um, but I thought two interesting things. One, they say that since Kate Spade and Anthony Bourdain's suicides that the um, calls in to suicide hotlines have been up 25%. Um, And then I thought this was interesting from psychology today. um, They did a story on how that a lot of times when suicidal people hear these stories of people going through with it, it actually tips them over the edge. Mm-hmm. Like and copycats. That, right, like copycats. Well, the same thing with the shooter situation. That's why, yes. and, and think about what the, me- the changes that the media has made in regards to reporting about not saying the name of the shooter because they don't want to give them what they want, fame or whatever, to make them famous. Right. Because a lot of times, so it's the same kind of a thing. God, do you think we should do that when it comes to suicide? I mean, these people are just so impactful in our society. It's like, how do you not uh, expose that? But but psychology today was essentially saying, this is what I was kind of getting at, is that people who are on the are dealing with depression on the edge of suicide actually respond better to stories of people who almost took their lives but then came back and fixed it so my thought was is i'd love to get somebody on this show who has had that experience who, who's come very close whether it's been through battling depression or you know almost taking their lives but mm-hmm. came back because i think if we can tell a story like that yes. and you never know who's listening who that tips them in the right direction Mm-hmm. I want to be a part of that. So if you are listening or you know somebody who's willing to share their story publicly, my email is always sarah at heyfrage.com. It's S-A-R-A-H at heyfrage.com. But I thought we could do that instead of kind of, you know, because I'm like everybody else. I hear these stories and I'm like, you know, what what happened? You right. know, like I want to know more. And pe- at least a lot of psychologists are saying that actually sometimes leads people more to do it. Versus right. not. Well, I'm glad you're going to talk about that because that's something that I've been passionate about for a very long time. Yeah. A couple of years ago, I would just be sending out like I'd have my tweets programmed out to uh, give you uh, to for here the hotline numbers. Right. For the suicide prevention. Su- prevention yep. line. Um, or if if you wanted to take a test. Actually, this is a true story. Uh, when I started that campaign uh, a couple years back, uh, I got a DM from a young lady that told me a story that um, that she saw my tweets about suicide oh, wow. and there's a test that you could take. I, I, I put a link in one of the tweets where you could go and find out if there was something like wrong with you mentally to, so you could be able to detect it so you could be able to, you know, uh, and sure enough, she took the test and found mm-hmm. out that she had like a mental disorder and she got help and she she hit me up and said she wanted to say thank you for that. Yes. Wow. I know. Isn't that the power of radio yeah, and the power of it connecting? Really is, but with... but that's that's why it's important for us to use these platforms to be able to enhance yeah. uh, people's lives and to empower them. I mean, a lot of people use it for negative. That's why I started my inspirational post in the morning time, because, you know, people are so stressed out about, you know, life, about what the president's saying, about what happened last night with their girlfriend or their boyfriend or having financial problems or just having problems, you know, as a whole. And I wanted to try to find a way to be able to to give people some hope. Right. You know, to give you some things to smile about. 
think too, what a lot of people don't realize, and you and I were talking about this, and we're gonna we're gonna get into more about your career, where you are now, all the great things you're doing for DC as a community. But you know, you were saying this in the green room, and that is, you know, a lot of people are just beginning to realize, like a lot of this crap on TV, and a lot of these feuds, and a lot of these what, even inflated album numbers, it's yeah. all fake. Like it all, all right. can be manipulated. And I think lots of times you buy into thinking that's real. Like, how do I measure up when it seems like all these people are having incredible success? But like you and I said, with whether it's Kanye's album or Pusha and Drake, a lot of times everybody's in on it. Right. But we don't, you know, it's easy to get caught up thinking that's real. Well, I mean, well, we know the drama sells. Right. You know, that this is a cornerstone of hip hop, of as far as this rapper being against this rapper, them licking shots at one another, making freestyles. It just keeps things going. And then, oh, yeah, by the way, my album's dropping next week. Kanye. Like Kanye West. Kanye, with all the, that stuff. With his appearance on TMZ, you know, and then the album coming out next. And but You've been in the hip-hop world for a long time. Does that drive you nuts? Like, do you feel like it's getting away from the actual talent and more about all the drama? Well, I think that this is what uh, some people... This is the mode of how they want to market and promote. I think that... It, it, I hate to say this, but the negativity sells. Mm. Like... You can post something positive on your Instagram and your Twitter. It might get a couple of likes here, but if you post some negative shit, oh my God, it's just turned into this this whole thing. And so I think that these artists play into that. They know that, you know, we're little uh, drama queens. And so, you know, we're going to buy into this and this is going to keep me relevant. And, you know, this can be able to help us sell records. It can. This can also help us to be able to uh, uh, increase our tour numbers when we go on tour to sell tickets for concerts and everything. And that's what Pusha T did. He started the beef. He said what he had to say on the cover of the album. They used Whitney Houston's uh, yes, bathroom the photo image, yep. that I thought that that was so disrespectful. Right. I am totally against that. And for them to use a, a photo of Whitney Houston's bathroom, the way that that looked, I think that was very degrading. I'm disappointed in Kanye West for allowing that to happen through his label and Pusha T for doing I'm not a fan of, of, that. of that at all. Yeah. However, I know what they're trying to do. But at the end of the day, if the music ain't good, we're not fucking listening. We're not. <laughs> Do you think Kanye's, because we see now every day, when number, he went to number one on yes. iTunes. Uh, I he think just, those numbers are fake. Um, do, were you at all into his album? You think it's any good? Uh-uh. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I love it. And I can name three other albums that are way better right now. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is well-researched, baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it, and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon, or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's two zero. 
10 years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right. You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of our youth travel sports ruining families. Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I I feel like I'm going to have to get a caller driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani podcast. Enjoy. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby. Every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, That's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. (laughs) Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. 
They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. In Kanye's album. Okay, we were talking about this yesterday. When you say it's fake, do you believe whether it is Kanye himself, Kim, uh, an orchestrated I, thing? They are they are buying or, yeah, or, or absolutely. St- buying streams yeah, to make Jay-Z, that number Jay-Z's one. Jay Z's done this too. Jay Z. We were talking about that with Rihanna's title. done this. Yeah. This has been going on rampant in the business for a long time. That numbers are getting boosted. But how do they keep getting away with it? That's such crap. Like to me, I'm like, you know, I sit there still and get fooled. You know, I'm thinking, oh my god, um, whether it's Rihanna or it's Beyonce got like 100 million streams on Tidal. And then you see these stories coming out and going, well, they actually had this web guy who was inflating the numbers because if it was true, everyone who subscribed to Tidal would have to listen to Beyonce like 11 hours straight right. a day. Or, or, like, or when you get a deal with Samsung and they want to give the album away for free to everyone that has a Samsung phone, how do you think they get the track? Samsung pays for it. Yeah. They pay for those tracks. And now your numbers are inflated. Damn. Yes. Uh, that is just so fake. It's, it's, it's been it's, going on for a long time, though. And and not just in hip-hop. You think it's in every genre oh, of music? Everyone's doing pop it. music, whether it's Taylor Swift, whether everyone's it's doing Jay-Z. It. Everyone's doing it. And the reality of it is it's really not about the record sales at all anymore because you're not really selling the record, the music industry. The, the, what they're, when they're selling these tracks, they're not really making money off of that. The real money is in touring. Right. Okay, you get these numbers up, you say you're number one, you know what, now we're on tour, come out and pay this, you know, extravagant amount of money for these damn tickets. <laughs> Go see By the way, I'm doing a, a, a contest right now with for Beyonce and Jay-Z tickets <gasps> on my Twitter and Instagram. Okay, well, give out your Twitter and Instagram. Uh, at Easy Street on everything, yeah. At Easy Street. Uh, we're going to get, Catherine is going to be, I don't know if she's on the phone yet, but uh, Darkness to Light is an organization that I'm a part of, and I'm going to be hosting their event coming up June 21st. So we're going to have Catherine, who's the head of Darkness to Light. They work to knock out child sexual abuse to end it. Um, so it's going to be a great night. We're going to get her on the phone. But tell us this, where can people, um, you know, a couple of years ago you exited from 93.9 after yes. your a long run mm-hmm. there uh, for the second time. Um, you're, where can people hear you now? You're now with with HUR, right? Yeah, 96.3 WHUR. Sounds like Washington. Catch me on Saturdays from 4 until 8 p.m. And I love it. I enjoy it. So you love staying involved in the radio yes. business, despite all of the ups and downs of the radio business that you and I yes, know very absolutely. well. Yes, absolutely. But, you know, one thing that that, that uh, I learned through this whole process is is this. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Yes. You know? and, and I think that God blesses us with several different passions and I think what happens is a lot of times we just get caught up into one thing thinking oh radio this is all I can do oh no there are other things that you enjoy like like foods you don't just like tacos right Right. <laughs> you like tacos, you like pasta, you like, you know, you may like uh, a soul food. You like these different types of things. Well, I found out that I like social media. I found out that I, you know, have a flair and, and a passion for being involved uh, in, in, in the community and helping other people. And all you have to do is once you find out what these other passions are, find a way to make money doing that. Right. That's how you get happiness. Um, well, we're, I want to talk about that. Is Catherine, Catherine's on the phone right now because this is actually going to tie into um, 
something that you're working on easy that you haven't really talked a lot about publicly, but we're going to talk about it today. Um, And that is a program where you're helping um, people who are on probation or prisoner or basically people who are just coming out of federal prison prisons. Um, So we're going to talk about that. But Catherine, you're on right now live on the Hayfresh podcast. How are you? I'm so good. How are you, Sarah? Good, hon. You are live with Easy Street, longtime D.C. radio personality. I was just telling Easy, Darkness to Light is an organization I am so happy to be a part of. Um, You are working to end child sexual abuse, and you've got an event coming up June 21st that I'm going to host. But can you tell us really quickly just about Darkness to Light, like how this organization came about and how you're working? I mean, you know, child sexual abuse, I, I... had a great childhood. I, I don't know what it's like to be a victim of this, but I have many girlfriends. I have many friends who have been. And, you know, sexual trauma as a kid is just so damaging and stays with you for life. So how are you guys working to end that? That's a great intro. So 17 years ago, our founder decided that they were done treating children at child uh, advocacy centers. And they introduced this uh, training where we educate adults to how to prevent it. Don't don't even let them get to the point where they need treatment. Um, and so they bring you through this training that has five steps where you learn the facts, you minimize opportunities. So at daycares or YMCAs, are you making sure that they've got prevention policies? Are you talking about it with your kids? Are you making sure that... You know, I heard Easy Save Vajayjay already today, and we got to save vagina, we got to save penis. Oh, my gosh. Um, Oh, we're, okay. Wait, why do we have to say no those? Nicknames, man. That's a good question. Why, why no nicknames? Oh my God, I say it all the because time too. It's horrible, and I, you know, it's hard to talk about. But we've had instances where kids go to teachers and say that um, their daddy ate their cookie, mm. and cookie doesn't mean cookie. Or in Spanish, when you translate, uh, a lot of Mexicans say little birdie. So when you translate into in, into English. You say, well, someone touched my little birdie. In fact, it should be penis. So really, it's so important to talk to your kids about anatomically correct. Yeah. Because the slang begins to groom them that like it's sort of okay or it's it's not as. Ah, got it. Mm. I never knew that. Interesting. Yes. So perpetrators use that lack of knowledge to be able to have conversations with the kids. Does it, you know, it does, my mom, I always, I, you know, I kind of, I, I don't make light of it because it really did help me. But when I was younger, my mom literally, I'm not, I'm not joking. Like my mom used to think that everyone was out to rape me, which it was like, she was always like, you don't know who this person is. They could be raping you. I'm like, mom, wow. it's like, what is it? Like mom, everyone. Chill out. Yeah, she's like, everyone. But I understand as a parent though. You know, as everybody a parent, was a predator I, I, to her. She was like, our neighbor would come over and she's like, why are you speaking to him? Has he ever asked you to go in his house? He's, he could try to rape you. I My ex-wife like, had a parent like that. So that that shit is real. <laughs> she, like, it she, really is. But, you know, you it's said good, that. Though, Sarah. It's probably why you're not a survivor, right? I mean, 90% of kids who are abused before the age of 18 are abused by people they know. Stranger danger, total fallacy. It's people you know. Why is it so hard for parents to talk to their kids about sexual abuse? Think about the last time you watched a movie with your parents. Did you ever fast forward through a war scene? No. You didn't. So sexual abuse, you fast forward through the sex scenes. A nipple pops out and it's the end of the world. We don't want to talk about sex. Sex is so uncomfortable with your parents. And we translate that into our kids. You know, we don't we don't want to talk about the real atomical words because we're ashamed of those words. And so that sort of we learn from an early age to hide, to make it cute, to put a little sugar on it. 
And that perpetuates into us being able to protect our kids. Is there really, you know, I love what you guys are doing. Um, June 21st, you it's going to be at Arlington Rooftop Bar and Grill. Tickets right now are $95. They're $115 at the door. Uh, that includes all you can drink, all you can eat from 6.30 to 9.30 p.m. I'm hosting. Um, and people can go to Darkness to Light, your your website, or they can go to Facebook.com, uh, Sarah Frazier. I'm going to put it up to the link to buy the tickets. Is How do you actually end child sexual abuse? How do you How do we really stop it? We need to create prevention-oriented communities. So we need to reduce stigma in order to be able to do that. And how you reduce stigma is you talk about it. You know, even just having a conversation today, you talked about suicide prevention. Most of the people that you read, famous people, you read down to the bottom of that article, and I guarantee you they are victims of child sexual abuse. I mean, Chester Bennington, for instance, uh, the lead singer of Lincoln Park, he suffered with his struggle from child sexual abuse. The lead singer of the Cranberries, she also was very open about it. Really? Being able to, yeah, being able to have those conversations. I mean, a ton of celebrities are survivors. Drew Barrymore, Tyler Perry, Roseanne Barr, Queen Latifah, Missy Elliott. I mean, they've all come out and talk about it, but we sort of, they say it and then we forget about it because it's such a hard topic you know, to be able to sort of wrap your head around. Whereas if we came at it straight on and talked about it and had sort of these, you know, celebrity figures leading the charge, we'd be talking about this as much as we're talking about getting rid of plastic or, you know, making sure that, you know, the Me Too movement actually included kids versus just focused solely on adult women. Wow. Oh, my God. Catherine, what you guys are doing is just, it's so extraordinary. I'm honored to be a part of it. I know many from the Hey Frage audience have already bought tickets and are continuing to buy tickets. Um, 100% of all the ticket money for June 21st is going directly to the cause. And what do you guys do with that money? Is that for, that's for victims, that's for programs? Where do those, where's their dollars going? So it's going to subsidize the training costs. Uh, we have a partnership with Ali Raisman, the U.S. gymnast oh, right sure, now. Oh, sure, sure, um, yeah. If you go to flipthetheswitchcampaign.org, you can go in and take our training for free, and all money raised will go to cover the cost of those trainings. Wow. Catherine, I can't wait to see you on the 21st. DTL.org is your website. Again, the link to the tickets is on Facebook under my uh, page too, Sarah Frazier. I'm going to put it up again today. We're going to be blasting it all week Tag long. Tag me on all that. I'm in. Uh, yeah, Tag I know. What yeah. great. I'm totally Thank in on all that. Thank you for enlightening us and educating us. I'm so guilty. I use the slang stuff all the time. And I used to give my mom a really hard time. But, it, you know, it's not a joke. I mean, I really do think for her. And she had a sister who was a victim of by an uncle, you know, who sexually abused her. And, and that didn't come out till much later in my family. Um, but very so devastating. And then, you know, you know, like I said, she was always talking to us about this person's going to rape you. Don't speak to anybody. So I was like, oh, oh terrifying. Yeah, well, that fear is real. Yeah. It's very real. And it comes from a real place, too. It, it does. Catherine, thank you so much. I'm going to see you on the 21st. Thank you. Thanks, hon. Sounds good. See you all there. See you then. So I want to shift gears and get back to your career on a little bit lighter note. Your daughter is doing some amazing stuff in D.C. Yes. radio and also the cool program that you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell us a little bit. I had no idea who your daughter is. Yes. I had no idea. And she is like now the new voice of yes. 93.9 WKYS. Yes, she is. So Little Bacon Bear is your daughter. Yeah, that is her right there on the left side. On the right side, that's her mother. <laughs> oh, my 
God. But that's her on the left side right there. That is Little Bacon Bear. You could hear her on KYS from uh, 7 until 12 every night except well, oh, on Sunday. Oh, she's great. I hear because yeah, I'm, I'm she's friends killing with, it. She's killing it. So how did you, you, you said you how had How did a, I do it? Yeah, you said okay. you had an interesting story of how. Yes. Because she's, she's very young to be on a top 10 radio market at night and doing great. Yes. So this is how we did it, okay? Um, she had been hanging out with me at the BET Awards for years. Every year was our, that was our signature event together, father, daughter. She'd go to L.A. with me. The people at BET were very gracious to give her press passes to come hang out. Uh, and it actually turned into a thing, you know, where uh, other personalities from around the country would bring their children, too, to experience this as well. Um so she'd come and she would sit down and I let her run the camera. And then at, uh, after a while, you know, when she got around 17 or 18, I was like, I'm like, you know, you want to interview Usher? Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. In fact, when I landed an interview with the president, Barack Obama, I had her on the interview with me and she asked him a millennial question. What did she ask him? She asked him, uh, what could we do to get millennials more uh, engaged into Voting and probably out. Yeah. So these things, and as I would continue to put her in, I would purposely put her in these positions to do this, whether it would be BET or at the radio station. I taught her how to run the board. I taught her how to run the board. Which is huge for women in radio because a lot of women in radio don't run their boards. Right. So she knew how to run the board. One day someone didn't show up. And I had to broadcast live from so-and-so, and there was no one to run the board. It was, this was during the daytime. This was probably like two years ago. And the program director, shout out to Nikki House, she was like, well, what are we going to do? I was like, yo, she's got it. Oh do you know God. that my daughter ran the board, and no one knew. She ran the board for a full shift, recorded everything, didn't miss a spot, ran every break. No one even knew that she was doing this. She ran the board on her own. And she wasn't even employed by the radio station when she did this <laughs> and made no mistakes. Amazing. What an What? Um, you really helped her. Like, yes. you just, like, got her right into that. Right. Okay. Wow. That, so it was all part of my plan because, I, hell, I need you to get a job so you can get the hell up out of my house. <laughs> So, <laughs> you were like, I'm going to teach you this skill, and right. then you're going to get out yeah, of here. Yeah, it's time for you. Here goes, you know, I'm teaching you how to fish. Get your own damn fish. <laughs> I, I want my crib to myself. You had no problems get, sending her into radio. No, I didn't. She enjoyed it. She loved the music. I could see she was passionate about it. Wow. You Other, guys look great. You're up on a, a picture right now on our Facebook Live. and, and you That look, was last week. Oh, my God. At the, She's uh, adorable. Yeah. yeah, that's her. In the wow. You must be ex. so proud. It must that's be great. That's my ex. But you know what was really Look key? Look you guys getting along. I love it. Absolutely, man. We co- we're co-parenting. And, and, I, and you know, who's mm. in the middle right there is the most important. Yeah, it's true. You know, so we I gotta, we got to do what we got to do to make sure we do things right for our daughter. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So uh, the other part of that story is this. Um, in my last negotiation at Radio 1, I went to them and I was like, I'll stay. Pay me X, Y, Z dollars. And I want you to hire my daughter, too. What'd they say? No. <laughs> they were like, we'll keep your daughter. You're out. They were like, well, <laughs> that's what eventually happened. That's exactly. what eventually happened. Like, so, yeah, so I'll give your daughter. Yeah, yeah. So that's what eventually happened. So they were like, no, we can't. We can't do that for whatever reason. I don't know what the reasoning was, but it was okay. But then after I left, they were like, we want her. 
Oh, and wow. the GM, the uh, senior VP of, of, of programming at uh, Urban One, Jay Stevens, me and him talk. I mean, I'm still cool with everyone at radio. Sure, sure. Everyone. Yes. Jeff Wilson, all these people, we we have conversations because, you know, now you have, it's like you don't have easy, but you still got easy. Right. To my daughter. Right. And so I'll have conversations because, you know, in this business, I want to know how she adjusting because, you know, you get in this business, you know, you're just a regular person. Right. You get in, now everyone knows who you are. Yep. How is your ego adjusting, you know, or how are you working at things out inside the building and everything? So I, that's the way that I kind of keep an eye on her by awesome. staying in contact. That is so good. She is really lucky to have you as a guide because this business is hard if you don't have a guide. Like well, that's that's how it happened. Wow. So tell us, uh, not only are you at HUR on Saturdays, but you are getting ready. Uh, the program's basically already launched. Yes. But you are kind of revving it up with helping um, people who have just come out of jail, out of out of federal prisons in some cases, or yes. on probation. You are helping them to get a job, right, and yes. kind of reacclimated into the community. Can yes. you tell us a little bit about this? We're putting up a picture uh, on the Facebook page right now. Tell us a little bit about this. I think this is amazing. Okay, so the guy on the far right is Tabari Feingold. He's a breathing coach. He teaches uh, artists how to breathe when they're singing or rapping. The big guy right there is DC's number one big daddy, DJ Iron, who I've worked with for years. And the uh, the lady on the re- left is uh, Raquel Brown. She's on Raheem Devon's album, Crossroads, on two songs. She's a spoken word artist. And the other individuals are in the program. Ah, so got it. a couple years ago, uh, actually two years ago, Two probation officers approached me. They were like, "Easy, we know you. You care about the community. We know that you are into rap. We know you have a, a, a wide knowledge of how the business works. What do you think about putting together a curriculum and a program to be able to teach this to returning citizens, individuals who are currently in the probation system or have been locked up or on parole?" And I was like, "Oh, let me think about it." So I produced this curriculum, uh, kind of like a class uh, sure. for for three months. I presented it to them, and they loved it. Wow. Wow. They they fell in love with it. They were like, this is great. So, you know, we worked things out, um, and I'm about to get a federal grant. Good for um, you. With the federal government, and the, the, the program is called CISOSA, uh, and it's located um, downtown on Indiana, and also uh, there's a location on Taylor Street Northwest and another location in Southeast. The picture up there is a Southeast location. And basically what I'm doing is I'm teaching them about the music industry. Mm-hmm. I'm teaching them how to rap. Okay. Uh, not how to rap, but I'm teaching them how to get their music out, everything that they need to know about the music industry, but also life skills as well and helping them get jobs yeah. and helping them get prepared for jobs because the rate of recidivism in our city is crazy. I know. And especially in the black community. Yep. So we're trying to break cycles here. A lot of the gentlemen here uh, that you may, you see in this photo on this, only a couple of them, some of their stories are so compelling. Some of the things that they've shared with me about how they ended up in prison mm. point back to what happened, like them growing up without their father, their mothers being on crack, sure. you know, just crazy stories. And, uh, you know, I'm just trying to help them get back on track. You are doing a terrific job. Um, well, we end the show every Monday with a thing called Pineapple Mail. And okay. Pineapple Mail is mail that we get from listeners and um, from people who just have reactions to different podcast shows. I like shows. pineapple. I know, me too, right? <laughs> um, so we have, a, and the reason we call it pineapple mail is we we actually bought this pineapple. It's like an ice bucket, really. Okay. But it's in the shape of a pineapple. 
It's a long story. Okay, easy. Okay. So anyway, I want to know your thoughts on this, all right? Uh, these are in no particular order. And again, you can always email me, Sarah, at HeyFrage.com. This message says, Hey, Frage, I love your show. And I appreciate when you listen to your friends and readers who want to explore another side of an issue with you. So if you'll indulge me, here's mine on the Kate Spade comments you guys recently made, which I think was a couple episodes ago. We were talking, of course, about the passing of Kate Spade and her suicide. On your podcast, you said something along the lines, quote, how could she kill herself she's a mom I'm paraphrasing I'm a mom who's finally coming off Lexapro because I believe I have my depression and anxiety under control however I know it's possible it'll creep back so I'm also on the defensive Kate Spade and her mental illness for years had had mental illness for years and succumbed to it um, by finally committing suicide trust me when I say that of course she thought about her daughter she left a note for the young girl however Kate was more than a mother, so much more. She was a woman and an individual of a singular human with her own self-interest, demons, passions, dislikes. Maybe I'm sensitive to this because I'm coming off of a couple of years of feeling very at odds with my role as a mom and an individual. It's Hmm. difficult. I'm currently going through something where I'm considering my daughter, but my own happiness and self-respect has to come first. Being a parent is consuming, but it doesn't have to be all-consuming. In fact, it shouldn't be, because when your child no longer needs you, you're left wondering, who am I? Um, Thanks for hearing me out. Do you ever have any, um, as a parent of three, did you ever have any moments where you kind of felt like you were losing your identity easy being a a father, too? No, not really. No? You could always kind of keep the the two? a lot of it has to do with my level of spirituality and knowing who I am, knowing that I'm a child of God and knowing, you know, you know, why I'm here, knowing what my purpose is. And, you know, yes. a, a lot of that right there, you know, keeps me centered. So is and that it keeps what you me would, focused. That's great. Would you recommend that to this woman? Like Absolutely. if you're if you're feeling like you're losing your identity amongst being a parent, you think kind of, you know, finding that spiritual calling is what. Yes, it's very important. And I think that. You know, not to say that that you can be able to uh, pray your problems away. Uh, and I, I got that phrase right there from uh, Shamika Holskla. Okay. You remember Shamika Holskla who won the national championship uh, with the uh, Tennessee Volunteers. Pat Summit was her, was her basketball coach. Oh, sure, coach, sure, sure. And she okay. ended up here in Washington, D.C. as one of the Washington Mystics. Yes. She's the one that disappeared okay. for a while. And we the team was like wondering where she went. And we found out that she was bipolar. Yes. She talked about that in her book, and, you know, she tried to pray away her problems, but that didn't work. Right. It didn't. Um, she eventually ended up getting counseling and getting on medication, so it's, 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 it, and it's different for each individual as far as getting the right help that they need, but I think that, that the level of knowing who you are in God's eyes yep. and understanding that you have worth, that you're valuable, that you're here for a reason, that you're not a mistake— Yes. is big time. And I think a lot of times people uh, lose sight of that. Yeah, they do. And, and every do. day when I wake up in the morning, I realize that I'm here for a purpose. You know, it's here for a higher calling. And I think that, you know, a lot of times individuals who commit suicide for whatever reason, you know, sometimes it's connected to them really not understanding who they are from uh, from that standpoint. Right, right. Not to say that people who, who sure. are in church don't commit suicide because they do too. 
Sure, 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 sure. Yeah. It's it's many things, but I, I like that about really having that purpose and, and knowing that calling. Uh, the second email says, hey, Sarah, longtime listener here. I just finished your podcast featuring Ronica Cleary, which was last Wednesday. Wanted to provide some insight. I'm also a former pageant queen competing within the Miss America and Miss USA pageant systems. While I do agree with Ronica that many of the requirements to compete in Miss America system are antiquated, there are other pageant systems that do offer alternatives. For example, the maximum age for Miss USA is 27, may have changed since my time. And there's also pageant systems that are geared toward married women and or women with children. We spoke about last week um, how Miss USA got rid of or Miss America got rid of the swimsuit competition and gown. Uh, If you truly love competing in the community service and outreach that comes along with winning the crown, then you'll continue to find pageants and systems that that accommodate the different stages in your life. I don't agree with the decision to remove the swimsuit and evening gown portions as they are the most fun parts to watch and participate. But I appreciated Paul's suggestion that the pageant may be trying to send the message that they are trying to change how women are perceived and valued in our society. In regards to body shaming as well, and even the Me Too movement, I will say that it seemed it was unfortunate that Veronica didn't seem to really want to hear Paul's opinion and kept cutting him off. But I will chalk it up to being passionate given that she is a former queen. I agree that the majority of the country doesn't even know the difference between Miss America and Miss USA and couldn't pick them out of a lineup. I couldn't. That's true. I couldn't at all. And then lastly, we have one from Instagram. And this woman writes, this is no offense to you, Easy, but she writes, enough with all of your guests. You're an amazing talent and a great entertainer. You don't need a guest on Monday's show. We love listening to you, AJ and Leslie. I enjoy this so I enjoy the show so much better when it's the three of you. Okay, well Can I leave you. now? You know I feel like crap now. <laughs> well, no offense. I got to go, you, man. Wow. Talk about shot fire. I just thought I'd uh, throw that one out there. Look, easy. You're terrific. Thank you Thank so you. much for being on. Everyone can follow you on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. It's at Easy Street, E Z S T R E E T. You are really. Thanks for doing everything that you do. Thanks for rolling with the brother. Aww. Love you. And uh, I think LBD is coming back as <laughs> Big Chubby Bear. He's going to go against your daughter. <laughs> what would you Love do? You too. What up, Justin? <laughs> Bye, you guys. Follow us on social media. It's at HeyFrage, the Andrea J. Lopez. You can see her. She's getting a tattoo today of a mermaid. Oh, my God. The thing is going to start as a small mermaid, and by the time she's 60, it's going to have so many fins. Oh, God. It's going to be awful. Love your show. Hit it early, easy, because that thing, the older you get, these tattoos. Wow. I'm done. (laughs)